0: from the Summer State Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com. To find out how you can be a part of it on or off the ice summer skates shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team caesar's entertainment resorts and casinos from coast to coast and beyond wherever you need to be caesar's has a destination that suits your style central oklahoma university hockey go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time acham1 national champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota. Earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. at t Wireless. Fast, reliable, and secure. M Drive. Our Boost and Burn is specially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey. 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Drury Inns and Suites. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at druryhotels.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event. Or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. And now our new location at 308 north boulder highway in henderson analytics and eyeballs from the summer skate studios is part of the ice time hockeywest.com network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein
1: all right well welcome in hockey fans it's monday night which means it is time for analytics and eyeballs it's our Night that we look at NCAA hockey from a different lens. We look at it from the analytics side. We look at it from what our eyeballs tell us. We look at Paul Hornstein's Super 16. And uh, we try to break things down. So Scott Strandy with you tonight in Maricopa, Arizona, just south of the Phoenix metro area, where I finally saw the sun for the first time in two and a half days this afternoon. Paul Hornstein joining me from that beautiful palatial estate
0: out in Long Island, New York. Paul how are you? Um yeah, I'm I'm good. I we saw the sun today too. It was about 32 degrees this morning when I did my laps. I try to do some every day around the track at work. It was about 32 degrees, though. I'm 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 sure it was that it wasn't much high. I'm sure that, you know, that wasn't much higher than what you had, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so sure because this
1: morning I couldn't even leave the hotel till about 10 o'clock because it was so foggy and so socked in that uh, I never would have made it into Phoenix any earlier. So I just waited here until it, it lifted a little bit. And then it was cloudy and misty and drizzly until about 2 o'clock. And then finally the sun came out and I said, oh yeah, this is Arizona. And we got up to 72 and it was a nice few hours before the sunset at five o'clock, which is uh never any fun. But that that's that's just that's just the tip so, of the iceberg.
0: <laughs> so that would be so that would be warmer than thirty two degrees then, right?
1: Yeah, by just a little, but I'm just asking. I, I wore a sweatshirt today, Did you? Does that count? No. Yeah. I wore the NCHC zip up sweatshirt, by the way. Did you?
0: Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I
1: won't wear it tomorrow though. Well because tomorrow I'm going to ASU and I I don't think they want to see the letters NCHC
0: or DU or CC or any of those. I think they just want to forget them all. Well, me I don't know. I mean, I get it, but you know, well, maybe maybe you can say, "Hey guys, here's a, you know, just just a, just thinking out loud. Are you looking for a conference because because I'm representing one." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, Michael, if you're listening. <laughs>
1: no? Uh, I get in so much trouble with my uh, NCHC garb, uh, but I love it. I love it. It's always wow. great. It's great to, uh, to talk about the still what i consider to be the best conference in college hockey i know they're having a down year we're going to get into the polls here in a minute but before we get into the polls paul i'm going to ask you this question because i know what your answer is going to be but i just want you to to listen to my statement and then give me the first thing that pops into your head i'm looking at the others receiving votes and i see bemidji state aic arizona state north dakota I don't see Minnesota Duluth. Um your thoughts? Um
0: Listen, I mean it's just weird. It's- <laughs> I knew that was the word that was going to come out of your mouth. It's
1: I knew it. Weird. I was just waiting for it. It is weird. It is bizarre. Um you see things out there and uh our good friend Jess Myers who we had on last night uh, I posted a little tweet going like uh don't put much stock in the polls when the number one team or when the go for hockey team goes on the road and sweeps a ranked team but Denver sweeps a ranked an unranked team at home and they trade places well they didn't really trade places because Denver went to one and well, I'm looking at the USchO poll right now and Minnesota's at three
0: well I mean listen. First of all, the important poll they didn't switch any places on. Oh, wait a minute. Am I supposed to say that or am I supposed to wait for that? <laughs> That's okay. We'll get into that in a minute. we say oh. save
1: that till the end so that everybody has to keep listening and, and, and waiting to see what that Super 16 looks like. But, um, yeah, we'll get to that in just a minute. But um, oh. the DCU-USCHO Division One poll for December 5th Denver on top, Quinnipiac two, Minnesota three, Saint Cloud four, Penn State five, and you and I are talking about the NCHC being down. Well, I just named two teams from the NCHC in the top four. Well,
0: it is down. Um, you they they do have two teams in the top four, at least in that one poll and i I do have to admit uh, a friend of mine is has a spouse that went to Saint Cloud, and I had to apologize to them <laughs>
1: only once <laughs> well, it was
0: just this weekend, okay, so I only okay. had a chance to you know i mean eventually i I have to be i have to be not right <laughs> I mean they keep winning that would be wrong <laughs> not, all right, you like to say not right. I love it. They keep winning. At some point, I have to be like, I, I know what I see, and I I can't explain it because I can't. Um, you know, this would be, I, I I mean, I I don't know what the quote unquote numbers say. I just know that that when I when I watch them play, I'm like, how are they winning? They just do, <laughs> and they've done it thirteen times. <laughs> they they just are, and I mean, I I, I you know at, at a certain point, I have to be like well I can't, I, I have to try and be you know I have to be objective about this. I can't just say uh, I think they stink and can't you know can't put them in there. I mean, I guess I could.
1: Well, here, here's what I'm going to be you. A
0: hypocrite. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If they get into the top 3, I'm
1: going to personally reach out to Jackson Castor and bring him on the show and have you visit with Jackson and explain to him. You can you can say I'm sorry or I was not right or whatever you want to say to Jackson uh, when we bring him on because um I'm not going to say a word because I haven't doubt, I've I've doubted them all year as well. And um, uh, I well, just maybe don't coach yeah, we could bring Brett on. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll,
0: listen, I, I, I'm, I'm a big boy. I can admit when I'm wrong. We're <laughs> <or> not right, <laughs> but I don't, I don't like. I, just, I, I just watch and I'm and, and, I, I guess I'm. I mean, if you want to use the word flabbergasted. And, you know, I just, you know what I. Obviously, they know better than I do because whatever they're doing, obviously they're going to keep trying to keep doing it. Um, when you've played sixteen games and only lost three, um, you know it's kind of hard for me to make the argument that they don't deserve to be where they are. And, and it's the just other hard team, for Paul, me to make that argument,
1: <laughs> Paul. The other team that that uh, that I wonder about is a team that's got 14 wins in Penn state they're 14, 4 and 0. And for some reason, they just don't feel like the uh, second best team, if you will, in the big 10. And we talked about that last night and we talked about it off air about just how the big 10 is, is doing what they're doing. And I mean, you look at them, you got Minnesota at three, Penn state at five, Michigan at six, you got uh, Michigan State at 12, you got Ohio State at 15. Right. You got Notre Dame at 19. I mean, they
0: possibly all can't stay there, can they? You wouldn't think so. This is kind of well, if uh, you know, this is kind of what happens now when you start to get deep into conference play, these teams start losing more. And rightly or wrongly, I mean, you know, we talked about Ohio State last night uh, with with Jess, and you know they're ten seven and one. Um, Notre Dame is seven seven and two, and I I want to say they're kind of there by default because there's just when you look at it and. And you look at the standings, if you're wondering whether your eyes are playing tricks with you or not, um, there are not a lot of teams this year that uh, have records that are much better. And those that do are kind of already ahead of them in the polls. Well, and in the pairwise. Let
1: let, let me tell you this: Quinnipiac and Harvard, the only two teams in the country that have two losses or less. Quinnipiac twelve one and three, right? And Harvard eight two and one. Well, we Um, know that
0: that's partly because of the Ivy League schedule, but they did go to Michigan and split. So, right? Exactly, exactly. So, anyway, let me. I don't. I just. I don't. I, I, I. 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 you know, I, I I don't really have. I, I wish I had a more logical explanation. I just don't.
1: Well, let me get through the next five: um, okay. Michigan at six, Boston University at seven, Connecticut at eight, Harvard at nine, Providence at ten. Again, this is the USCHO DCU poll. Um, and when you look at that top
0: ten, Paul, uh, you really can't argue with any of them, can you? Uh, no, not really. I mean, Providence is a little higher than maybe a little higher than you might think.
1: How much of that is Nate Lehman, though? In a world? lot of it. People, well, that's fine. People Listen, look at it and go, you earn that right, is, though. This is a Nate Lehman team that uh, they're they're just not going to, you know, they're they're going to be for real when it comes to tournament Well,
0: time. but, you know, they've kind of earned it. There are some other teams in here that have kind of that have, quote, unquote, if you ask the people voting, they've, they've kind of earned it or at least in people's minds I I don't have to do that but um you know I'm not compiling my votes with other people um I'm basically giving you giving out what my ballot would be um you know and I only have to put out 16 teams though I'll admit that
1: Well, here's the thing, Paul. There's only 16 teams in the tournament, and I know there's some automatic qualifiers. I get it, but uh, that's why uh, when I brought that up to you a few years ago, I said Super 16 because there's only going to be 16 that are going to get in, and each and every week, uh, there's some teams that are 17, 18, 19, and 20 probably in your your little... inside your head. Well, yeah, inside my head, yeah. That you're going like, they can creep in here, but right now... The the NCAA tournament is 16 teams. And that's what I think we need to focus on. What difference does it make if you list 20? I know there's a top 20, but what what difference does that make? Because only 16 are getting in. It makes people happy. I know. Well, there you go. Let me go to the next three Merrimack at 11, Michigan State 12, UMass 13, UMass Lowell 14, Ohio State 15. Here's where I've got a few issues uh, personally, but I'll let you go ahead and. And give us your thoughts. Well,
0: once again, right? Uh, I'm, you know, the the Ohio State has got something to prove. Uh, UMass is getting the benefit of the doubt. Um, Michigan State. And by the
1: way, that benefit of the doubt is pretty huge. Both UMass and UMass Lowell, because. There's seven, five, and three for UMass and nine six and one for Lowell. That's not exactly tearing things up. No,
0: but nine, six and one definitely sounds much better than seven five and three. I I I can't, you know. <laughs> yet, that, yet does that matter? That yeah, kinda the, does. Yet
1: the nine, six and one is behind the seven, five, and three in the poll.
0: Well, once again, that's you know, that's Greg Carville getting the benefit of the doubt from 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 the various people, and you know a national championship a couple of years ago, but you know look at look at the the schedule and look at look at what Lo- UMass Lowell has done. I mean, yeah, they were beat by Massachusetts over in Ireland, but they got a split against UConn. Um, they got a split with a on a home and home with BU. They beat Northeastern. They split at Michigan State. I mean, you know, and 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 got another tie with UMass this past weekend. So, it, it, when you look at who they've played, that's a factor. And you want to you want to talk about UMass? You know, they're they're kind of you know, a sweep at Denver, which I'm sure helped, you know, helped a lot and still kind of does, right? They, like I said, they have a win and a tie against Lowell. Uh, they definitely struggled. They had a, uh, you know, they, they had a five-game losing streak, including uh, getting swept by Boston College and Providence. So it's not like they sat there and they've lost to, uh you know you take a look at at the pairwise and it's not like they've lost to teams in the fifties with the games that they've lost, you know most of the games that they lost are to people in the top ten,
1: yeah, so that matters too, yeah, it does um I guess the confusing thing for me is and i'm not I'm not advocating for Arizona State to be in the top twenty, but no. They they played a pretty tough schedule as well. I think what's got them, and it's going to be interesting to talk to Coach tomorrow uh, for a little bit for media availability at Arizona State when I get there, but um, I wonder how much stake he puts in to the... We talked about it. Let me rephrase how I'm going to say this. Um, they have 24 home games and 12 road right. games. And... Out of those games, I mean, you, you looked at it and you said, "Wow, if we win a majority of our games at home, we're going to be just fine." But it's not that that's hurting them in no, my estimation. it's the road games, and now they're won on running road. out of road games because they've played three quarters of them already. Yeah, they have so, not won on the road. So, there. so now what do you do if you're if you're looking for impressive road wins, you don't have any. You don't have any. And you might no. not be able to get any because no, this mean, week at, at New Hampshire, if you sweep New Hampshire on the road, that's not going to get you any really points. They're well, in the fifties.
0: Yeah, but you can't lose to them because because that's well, hard. Yeah, we know that, but I mean, there's I mean, no they, way they, to build. They were one and three on the on the on the opening road trip. They were right, one and five with the two Clarkson games, and now one and they're base they're one and seven on the road. You can't. That's not five hundred. No, The formula is no. win at home, play 500 on the road. And even if you sweep this weekend at New Hampshire, you're now 3-7. and seven, And you're not playing on the road again until you go to Alaska twice. You've got four more road games left after this weekend, and I don't know if that's enough. I don't believe it is, be honest with you. I just don't believe it is. And by the way, tomorrow night
1: we've got uh, Frank Ferrara scheduled to join us. And I told you, um, I, I think what we should take for the uh, – the visit tomorrow with Frank is past, present, and future. Because is there a program in seven years that has more of a past, present, and future to talk about? Well, uh, I... I... Where, where they started, where they played in the past, where they are currently, and and we all know where we want to see them go or where they want to go, I'm sure, in the future. So, I mean, to me, th- that's going to take up the whole show. Uh, Payne Chacklick just sent me a message and said... Um, you know, how long, how long do you expect to have Frank? And I said, well, it's his show, uh, tomorrow yeah. night. So I said, normally our guests go 20, 30 minutes, but he can have the okay, whole show. if he all, wants. I mean, right. he's
0: the guest for, all right, let's, 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 let's stop right there for a second. Okay. Um, we always tell the guests that we shoot for a half an hour. Um, it's no, never I tell, enough time. I
1: tell them 20 to 30 minutes because I know their
0: time is valuable. And if they no, no, to I go over that, that that's I fine. Get, no, but that's my point. That's my point. I, I, What, maybe a half a dozen times in all the years, in, in the four or five years we've been doing this, where we actually, um, not, not that, listen, we have guests on that say I have to be off at a certain time. And we tell them, okay, no problem. And we and we try and we tried you know we tried to say oh, you know we know you got to go blah, 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 and they always say no no I got a few more minutes yeah so we'll we'll see what
1: Frank but I think tomorrow especially more than any other administrator we've had on I think reaching into those three areas is going to be so much so informative because yeah. I want to hear what Frank's thoughts were about when they started the program and how he came in and saw hockey going on in the desert and playing at Oceanside and beating some teams and getting to the national tournament and all of those things. And then I want to see, you know, where they're at now. Now they've turned the page. they have got Mullet Arena. They've won some home games. They've played some big, big uh, top-caliber teams and beaten some top-caliber teams in the present. But now is the future. How important is it going to be for them to find a conference and how quickly do they feel like they have to find a conference now that they have the building? Is that a, a is that a top priority or is that like, you know, whatever we we will get there. When yeah. we get there and we'll find the right one, when the right one comes along. But, um, well anyway, so we that's for the more
0: Yeah. We can also ask him about what Jess said last night with the black ceiling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd save that one. Uh, anyway, let me give you the last five Minnesota right. state. At uh, sixteen, Western Michigan. Seventeen, Michigan Tech. At eighteen, Notre Dame. At nineteen, RIT. At twenty, and Paul. Other than RIT, I don't. I don't know that any of those teams are solid in sixteen to twenty
0: in my book. No, I, I don't. I don't think they are. And I guess that's the one little advantage I have is I don't have to go that deep. Um. Minnesota State, Paul, eight seven and well, one. Well, if if you want a poster child for, um, if you want the poster child for the benefit of the doubt, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, and you know and, what? And I'm not trying to. And listen, you know me. We, I I know. Trying to denigrate Minnesota We said this Minnesota for three State years.
1: Players. We said when when one Dryden McKay leaves, that is going to be one hard person to replace in your Absolutely. lineup. Absolutely because I, I listen,
0: he was stellar the whole time at Minnesota State. Listen, and you know, the the Mavericks have split with that other maroon and gold team, swept Duluth. Um you know, split with Northern and and you know, they they had a a tie with Michigan Tech on the road, um but they lost two games this weekend to Ferris State at home. I mean, holy smokes. I mean yeah, Fair State I, got a vote. <laughs> they got a vote in the poll. Yeah, and, and I mean and they're, you know, thirty-one in the pairwise. And and I don't think they were and I think obviously those those two games this weekend helped them a little helped them somewhat. Uh Minnesota State's twenty seven in the pairwise. Um, you know, and Ferris State is is just another one of the 500 teams. I, <laughs> you know, um, uh, there's a, 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 a split with Northern Michigan at home. So I don't know. Uh, to me, once again, you want to, that's kind of the, the poster child for quote unquote, the benefit of the doubt in Minnesota state. And let me, uh, let me throw this out there too, because I just gave you the, the
1: DCU, the DCU. Yeah. The uh, USCHO poll. Well, here's the USA today poll, Denver. Number one, Minnesota two, Quinnipiac three, St. Cloud four, Penn state. Now, five. hold on a
0: second. And before you go on, all right. Um, that other maroon and gold team actually got two more first place votes than Denver, than Denver did. I mean, listen, it was raised. The margin is razor thin. Okay. Obviously the difference is uh, the four first place votes that Quinnipiac got. And so maybe those, those ballots went Quinnipiac, Denver, Minnesota as opposed to the other way, you know, Quinnipiac and then Minnesota, then Denver. So,
1: well, and and let me bring this point up now because our friend, Jess Myers, as I said, brought it up today, but you know me, I've been harping on the polls for ACHA hockey for forever. Um, And everybody says, Oh, you know, it is what it is. The computer rankings uh, don't get bent out of shape over it. Well, um, when your team is second and you think they should be first, you tend to get bent out of shape over. Yeah. Um, and here's what I'm saying. Uh, Jess's eyeballs told him that Minnesota played a ranked team on the road this yep. weekend and swept them. Yeah, And he's saying that Denver played an unranked team at yep. home and swept them. So his eyeballs are saying, okay, this doesn't make sense. Minnesota should be number one just based if they were that close they should be number 1 just based on the weekend. I see his point. I see his uh, point. And Denver has held down the uh the spot and if he if and if you want to look as close as the records are, Denver 12-4-0, Minnesota 13-5-0. I mean, you could flip-flop them either way. Good. Um and go with it, but what but, but what about Quinnipiac? 12-1-3.
0: Listen, is it because um,
1: Quinnipiac hasn't played the competition that Minnesota well, and Denver have? I don't know. Is that it's, why? Uh,
0: could it be? I, I don't know. I like. I a part of it is where you started, right? Um, you know the uh, the the fact is, uh one of the three ties that Quinnipiac has is against LIU. Uh, one of the other ties is a was was the games over in Ireland where they tied UMass, um, and the other tie was 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 it Grant Forks? I mean, the only loss they have is at Maine, but those other teams started ahead of Quinnipiac, and so you know you that's kind of how they stayed because they haven't really lost or lost uh, uh, much to teams down at the bottom half of a pairwise, but But once again, third what, even. once again, this is analytics and eyeballs, and I,
1: that's what the analytics are telling you. But the eyeballs have to be telling you 12-1 and 3 should be better than 13-5 and 0 and better than 12-4 and 0. Uh, that's what your eyeballs say, right? No. Nah. No, they don't. A one-loss team isn't better than a five-loss team or a four-loss team? Even if it's only for a week or two?
0: I mean, I'm sitting here, and, and, and I'm sure that other people have done this too, compare the schedules.
1: But let me use this phrase. You can only play the schedule that's put in front of you. I know. So... If it's still one loss versus five losses or versus four losses, um, you know, I mean, and, and you know me, I'm a big Denver supporter. I still think they're the best team in the country personally. But Yeah, I do um, too. But they lost two games at UMass right. early in the year. Right. And, and when if you really analyze those games, you're probably going to say Denver should have won. They played better. Well, they outshot listen, them. They gave up listen, a few stinker plays, listen, and,
0: and it cost them. All, all, all we can talk. All I can say is, once again, we're talking about teams getting the benefit of the doubt when they lose, just like in college football when Alabama loses, it takes more. Others, uh, most schools, if you lose one game, you're out. Yeah, most can't we
1: get Alabama benefits. in the final four with with again, three no, losses? No thanks. Well,
0: shouldn't we? Yeah, if they had three. Couldn't we somehow make it work? Well, listen, they they, they try to do that with Notre Dame. <laughs> no, in football, I know um, Notre Dame's not out of the playoff until they have four losses every year. So, I mean, I mean, don't even you know. So let's you know. All right, know. let me let me quickly get through this poll so we can take a break and come back because okay.
1: we've got. Uh, the world junior preliminary roster to talk about, and we got the super sixteen to tell okay. you how the real poll should be. True. Okay, so uh, six is Boston University, seven is University of Michigan, uh, eight is Connecticut, nine is Harvard, ten is Merrimack, uh, eleven Providence, twelve UMass, thirteen Michigan State, fourteen oh, excuse me Ohio State, uh, fifteen UMass Lowell, sixteen Minnesota State. Seventeen Western Michigan, eighteen Michigan Tech, nineteen Notre Dame, and twenty Cornell. there's your Cornell guys sneaking in there at seven five and on the top twenty, yeah,
0: no, wrong,
1: no, no, no.
0: they're not well, they are, <laughs> but you know they they
1: came from non ranked in this poll,
0: I know, which means i you know, I mean, I don't know, i don't uh I don't see it. I mean, they they did. Um, you know, they did uh, get a huge win, um, and I doubt the fact that they played it uh, in, in Madison Square Garden had anything to do with it. But they did get a big win against UConn. UConn had their worst night of the season.
1: Yep, I hear you. All right, let's leave it on that. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's break out the Super Sixteen. And then let's talk about the uh, the guys that are going to chance to uh, compete to play in the 2023 World Junior Championships. Paul Hornstein would like to see that played in August. I was going to say, is it August 20- already? Yeah, <laughs> they already played 2022 in August. So 2023 is back to normal in oh. late December, early January. We'll be right back.
0: From the nation's best college hockey conference customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number summer skates the ultimate hockey players footwear are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house head to icetimehockeywest.com and click on the summer skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie score. Gail Gail He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh, my goodness. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Right. Still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message line at
1: 303-943-3772. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you from the beautiful Harris Resort, Okchen, in Maricopa, Arizona, just south of the Phoenix metropolitan area. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that palatial estate on the Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul. Uh, I have to I have to say a couple of things on on some of our uh, partners. First of all, that uh, college hockey Inc. spot is fantastic, and to hear Connor McGahee just scream, he scores! And goodness gracious, oh my! <laughs> I absolutely love that. Um, I absolutely love our read, our our text drop coming back in because that's the best voice we got. Anywhere, oh, well, there is no doubt about anywhere that. here. So there's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, our guys over at nchc.tv, what a great line when they say, if you can't be here, if you can't be there, be here. Because nobody embodies that more than you. Well, there are many times you can't, you can't be there, but you can be here with nchc.tv. So I just want to throw those out. I think that's great. I also want to say we're welcoming a new ACHA partner tomorrow with the, uh, the guys from Adrian college. So more teams starting to figure out that, you know what? It's not so bad to be partners with us because, uh, uh people are listening and they're watching and wondering what we're doing. So, um, congratulations and welcome aboard Adrian M one hockey at the ACHA level. And, uh, coach Gary Stolas and his staff over there for, uh, making the, the leap, if you will, to, uh, ice time hockey West.
0: Nice, nice. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the, the the confidence.
1: Okay, here we go. Now with the Super Sixteen. We I wish we had a drum roll. I should get a drum roll because uh, we really need to play you that. We really
0: have those annoying sound of, those other annoying. Sound yeah, effects. well, our, I mean, our producer
1: will play those for us one day. Um, the little drum roll not. that comes on. Uh, to, to, to bring this up. So here we go, folks. Sit back, buckle up, because you're gonna be surprised. No, you're not. No. no, you're not. No, not really. Well, Here, here's the sixteen. Bit. Here's one through four. Denver, Minnesota, Quinnipiac, Boston University. I believe you are one hundred percent correct, Paul Hornstein. Well,
0: I do too. But that's obvious because that's the, these are my rankings. So
1: <laughs> Okay. Five through eight. Yukon, Penn State, St. Cloud, Michigan. Brett Larson is still wondering why his team can't get higher than seven with you. Listen, first of
0: all, I told you my friend's spouse is a St. Cloud alum, And I apologize to them uh, this weekend. And I put them in the top 10. I don't know what else you want me to do.
1: Paul, they're 13, three and zero, right, in the NCHC, right? Seventh. That's as good as you can do.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. The guys from Michigan also wondering what they got to do to be uh a little higher than eight, but we'll, we'll get into that uh, later.
0: I mean, you know.
1: Win some games?
0: Win, win a few more without losing some.
1: Okay. 9, 10, 11, and 12. Here you go. UMass Lowell. What the heck? 9, 10, Merrimack, 11, Michigan State, and 12, Providence. You maslow, what the heck?
0: What about them? Nine? How'd they get to nine? Hey, I told you we look at it and we, we look at the schedule <laughs> No, no no, there's the no, there's no we
1: in this. This is you. You looked at it
0: and you okay. saw it, and right. tell well, us how, how the they got hit. to be number nine. um I just whenever I watch them they 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 they, they uh, you know, they're a very solid squad. Once again, you know, where have they lost? They lost uh, at Michigan State, at BU in overtime, uh, split with, you you know, at UConn. They lost to UMass in Ireland. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like the the only quote-unquote bad loss they have was to Miami at home. It's the, the only bad loss they have. You know, who you play definitely matters.
1: Okay, fair enough. All right, 13, 14, 15, and 16, folks. Ohio State at 13. How the heck, Paul? How are they still at 13? Harvard 14, RIT 15, Michigan Tech 16. I think Paul Hornstein just wants to keep Michigan Tech in the top 16 until they get to Arizona for the Desert Classic. I don't.
0: Uh, I, uh, <laughs> well, let's uh, go back to Ohio
1: State. How are they still 13?
0: Uh they are 13 with an asterisk.
1: Oh, okay. I missed the asterisk part of it.
0: Well, in other words, they are very much on the verge of being kicked out. Okay. Um H- fact, Harvard
1: Harvard winning some points that, yet because they played a little more.
0: Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ohio State, you know, you you need to start um showing, you know, at this point you're losing that benefit of the doubt I gave you early.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, the other thing that I'm going to say about these these Big Ten teams, they they have a conference schedule still yet to play a lot more games. Well, uh,
0: they State, can't all win. No. Ohio so is State it going
1: to separate play... eventually, or are they just going to
0: keep splitting every weekend and and well, not I, move I, anymore? They really could. Well, I know all I can tell you is Ohio State's already played ten conference games. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, I mean um the the you know the way I the way I look at it you know they are knee deep into their conference schedule already probably a little bit more uh than most of the other teams in that league uh when you look at it um well about half the t- half the half the league has played 10 games and the other half played eight um i think we're a little deeper into the conference schedule than people realize at least in the smaller conferences You know, the ECAC's got the Ivy League teams in it. Um, Most of the hockey teams have gotten into double digits of games, um, except for Merrimack and UMass. Um, The the NCHC have all played the same amount of games, all played eight games. But, you know, they only play basically, you know, 20 games, you know, because the league is a little smaller you know the EC like I said the ECAC has got 12 teams so they have kind of a weird schedule in Atlantic Hockey you got some teams that have played as many as 13 uh in AIC and Mercyhurst has played as few as 8 games in the conference so uh you know so it, it just kind of depends uh there's not a lot of non conference stuff left because we are in December i mean you know, as weird as that sounds.
1: Yeah, good so, point. Okay, so um, uh, let's let's talk in the last fifteen minutes or so about uh, the twenty twenty three World Junior Championships, and. Uh, now the- hold
0: on one second before you do that. All right, um, and for those of you that are wondering, how is RIT in there? Go watch them. <laughs> Go watch him. Uh, He he had to get that in, folks. Well, I mean, I I thought for sure you would mention that, and you didn't. No, I I went right past it because I knew you were going to say it.
1: Anyway. All (laughs) right, T. Good good job. Way way to crack the Super 16. Uh, Proud of you guys. Okay. Um, the twenty twenty three World Junior Championship Team USA staff headed by head coach Rand Pecknell, the aforementioned coach at Quinnipiac, right, and uh, his assistants, uh, Pat Firstweiler and uh, Reed Cashman, along with uh, goaltending coach uh, uh is it Jared Ger- Jared Wayman, I think it is how you pronounce his last name. Anyway, um, they will bring a group together and they'll go to Nova Scotia to play um, the World Juniors this year. Um, The schedule is out. They will play, uh, Team USA will play Finland in a pre-tournament, Sweden in a pre-tournament. Then they'll start on uh, December 26th in the preliminary round with Latvia, 28th with Slovakia, the 29th with Switzerland, and the December 31st, the New Year's Eve game, will be with Finland in uh, Moncton. New Brunswick is where they'll yeah. play um, a majority of those games. And then, of course, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals will be moved to Scotiabake Center in Halifax. So uh, it'll be a fun trip. The The interesting part about this, Paul, is uh, they announced the uh, preliminary roster today. Yeah. And um, we'll start with uh, a couple of Colorado college guys. Caden and no surprise there, one um, of the goaltenders. And a, this might be a little surprise for people that don't know him, but if you've watched him and you've listened to Coach Mayotte, Noah Laba has uh, earned a spot. The Northfield, Michigan kid has earned a spot in the preliminary roster uh, from Colorado College. He's a Rangers pick, which I knew would excite you. Yeah. Um, and anyway, uh, congratulations to those two for getting the opportunity to compete to go to the World uh, Junior Championships. Now, we go to the national championship, Denver Pioneers, and uh, we look on defense. We find Sean Barons right after the get-go and Shai William. Um, No surprise there. Both of them have been around the program, the uh, national team program, for a little while. They're, uh, we're at the junior um, uh, evaluation camp. Uh, both of them were on the 22 team as well. Right. So, uh, they will be there as well as uh, Jack. Well, Shy Bo- Booyan wasn't, yeah, he was.
0: No, not a... he was wasn't at the camp, up... didn't oh, he, no, he? Wasn't he? Well, didn't he? Wasn't he sick or did what? Didn't he have some? Oh, some...
1: yes, 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 yeah. I think he, I think he was. There was an injury or an illness, I think. Yeah, so Shai, we'll have to double check on that, but anyway, he's been around the program. Jack Devine, of course, another uh, pioneer that will be making the trip to uh, to compete for that uh, roster. So there's 18 forwards, there's 10 defensemen, four goaltenders right now. By my count, that's 32. They're not taking 32, Paul.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so.
1: So when you look at the roster, let's start at goaltenders, is there anybody that's going to unseat Caden and Barico?
0: Uh Not that I could see.
1: One um, of the goaltender. Tyler Musilik is uh, at the University of New Hampshire, who yeah, so will be playing. To see him this weekend. Yeah, so I was going to say we'll have a chance to see him this weekend. And Andrew Oki, I think is how you say his name, um, with the Saginaw Spirit of the OHL. Right. Um, I think Andrew has a, has a chance to be the backup, but uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know anything really about Tra- uh, Trey Augustine, the uh, the goaltender no, from the under 18 team. But, uh, I I, would I think, think this is
0: Caden's job to lose, right? You would think so. Um, he and uh, Oki were were on the twenty the, the team in August, so they would have to be the favorites. Uh, you would think Caden
1: has done nothing to take away his his luster, if you will. The sponge, Caden, the sponge, and Barako. <sighs> oh,
0: God, just stop it. <laughs> Anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> okay, so that's so, our goaltenders. Defensemen wise, uh, guys that jump out to me, obviously. Again, here we go. Uh, the same old, same old. Ryan Chesley from Minnesota. Luke Hughes. Uh, is Luke Hughes ever gonna get out of the uh, the World Junior ranks, or is he just gonna be like always under twenty? Well, um, I
0: think it's just you hear the name Hughes and just you know, it just seems like there's been one on this team for for <laughs> a decade. Right? Uh, so, I mean, that's probably what you're...
1: Luke Middlestad and Jack Peart uh, from St. Cloud State. Um, I don't want to think anything away from Ryan Ufko, Ufko. Uh, from Mass, UMass. But Shai Booyam, Sean Behrens, uh both of them should be mainstays on this roster. And I think uh, Seamus Casey also uh, with Michigan Michigan is going to be a mainstay. And you know, I don't know. I mean, Aiden uh, Reschick, uh with Boston
0: College. Well, listen, I, mean, I think Aiden played pretty well last year too, or in August. You know, well, let's put it this way: we can assume that the guys that played in August in the actual tournament will will be on this team. You could you could. I think you, we would all be shocked if Barons Hughes and Pert were not on this team, and Chesley. Well, you know, I'm just saying those are the guys that were on the team in the actual August tournament, you know. Um, We'd also kind of be shocked if Shai Booiam didn't make this squad. So the other three spots would be up to the rest of the guys. You know, three guys, fight, six guys fighting for three spots.
1: Yep, good point. Okay, so you got more to say on the defense or can we move to the forwards?
0: Well, I'm just... Just trying to point out that, um, you know, we do get to see some of these guys more than the others. You know, uh, I do. I have seen a little bit more hockey East this year than than I have in the past because they've changed their streaming platform. But still, obviously, we don't cover those teams on a regular basis. So I I don't want to sit here and say none of those guys have a chance to make it because obviously they do. Ryan Ufko is, is 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 you know, is 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 a really good defenseman for UMass and 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 obviously uh you know, Lane Hudson was a second round pick for Montreal. Uh Adrian Resick was a third round pick. So these guys have some you know, some pedigree. It's not like uh it would be a complete upset if these guys made the team over somebody else. I just think it would be surprising if they made a the team over one of the other, you know, one of the three guys that played in August. That's all.
1: Okay, so uh, let's talk forwards. Logan Cooley, he's an auto. Uh, I think Jack Devine should be an auto. I think Cutter Gauthier, uh, the uh, Scottsdale kid uh, who plays at Boston College, should make it. I think Noah Laba should be a, a team member. Um, not Not so sure about some other Players like Chaz Luchus, Lucas, Lucas, uh the uh, former Minnesota player that's now with the Manitoba Moose. Um, yeah, he's up
0: there playing with uh, Colin Bielek. yeah, or at least he was. You know, that's. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's where Colin still is. Yes, yes, and so. uh,
1: Red Savage, I like his game, and of course the, the bottom two on this list, Jimmy Snuggerud and Charlie Strammel. Um, they're they're just unbelievable. The one name that I. Still can't believe is not on this is Aiden Thompson. And I don't know how much that injury um has kept him out of this lineup and the fact that he's still very young and uh he'll have another year at least, um, maybe two uh to play. But man, Aiden Thompson is coming around again. Um I like to just call him Hobie. Aiden Hobie Thompson. <sighs> uh and I know this one's gonna get you, Jackson Blake. Is uh, on this
0: preliminary roster. Jackson have a chance? Does he have a shot? Well, I, I, once again, uh, you know anybody that can skate, and and that's a relative term, obviously, because all these guys can skate. But um, I I think you have to sit here, and and I I think I remember us talking about this. In late July, early August, before the August tournament, um, that that the forwards were going to be the strength of the August team, and and the and the defense was going to be the strength of this team. Not a lot of returning players up front. Um, you know, we obviously um, we expect the guys that played in August to make this team, like Red Savage and Charlie Strammel. Along with Logan Cooley, um be shocked I think that Jimmy we can Snugroot, say that Jimmy,
1: yeah, I think we can say Jimmy Snugroot's gonna make this team
0: be shocked if he's not on there, um you know, uh, you know you sit there and and you know like I said, once again, so the guys that we don't all get the guys that we don't get to see regularly, like right like Tyler Boucher was a first round pick, he's playing in the o h l we don't get to see those games. Right. So we don't know how. The, yeah. How the, uh, I can uh, tell you, though, he's pretty good. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying he's not, but, you know, uh, I'm just pointing it out that we don't really. Plus, he's six one two oh five. That's uh
1: that's OK. Yeah,
0: well, it doesn't hurt. That's for darn sure. You know, Um so you know we're we're gonna see because like I said we don't get to see m- much of these guys that are not either in the Big Ten. Here's or two the NCAA keep your eye so. out,
1: and I'll say these again: Cutter Gaffier and Noah Laba are the two that are gonna be, um, that the horses, if you will, for this group. I think Sam Lipkin too can <sighs> can challenge for that from Quinnipiac, um, but but Cutter and Noah. They, they just have a different style of game to them, both of them so uh, I would not be a bit surprised if they uh if they both make this roster
0: well here's the thing right uh, and here's the thing we don't know and, and and this would be where I'd love to be that proverbial fly on the wall um I, I would love to know how this list has changed from what they thought it would be after the NJEC. To what it is now.
1: Hold on a minute. Let me dial up Chris Mayotte.
0: Well Yeah, well, you know, and maybe we can get uh, some answers. I don't think we will, but um I don't I don't think Rand Pecknold's gonna give us any answers either, so
1: Yeah, maybe we should I'm just get saying Rand on. that's huh? I said maybe we need to get Rand on, see if he'll yeah. talk to us a little bit. Yeah, I'll reach maybe. out. I'll reach yeah. out, see what I can do. Uh,
0: I'm just saying. It, I it, I that think would... if
1: you re- if you put his team a little higher in the Super Sixteen, yeah, he might want to talk to us. Yeah. But no, no, you don't. You don't give him. No, credit well for being then listen. one
0: Well, listen, Rand Pecknold's team is can't be much higher than they than they are. So if that's the if that's the basis, <laughs> then let's go. <laughs> I'm yeah, just. Yeah. I mean, you know, remember we've had <laughs> some discussions about this. I'm not sure whether we had them on the podcast or 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 in private, so to speak, but, um, we all kind of, or anybody that was there, according to you, um, had some ideas. that's all that
1: really matters. According true, to me.
0: True. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm very, considering there, are, I don't know how many kids aged out. I'm sure some of them did. Um, but there's not a lot of experience on not a lot of world junior competition experience on in, in this roster
1: no no you're right and uh m- that might be a good thing because sometimes it might be. you, you get a little stale and you maybe get a little bit uh stuck on your game if you will and maybe you're not as hungry Ooh, dare i no. dare i say that but maybe you're not quite as hungry as you normally would be um so who knows we'll find we'll find out
0: you know, there's a couple of 2005s on this team that are probably not going to make the team, including uh, Trey Augustine, the goalie. But, um, we, we, we both know that they like to get guys in to give them the experience of going through the camp. You know, to, to always have an eye on the future, looking ahead so they get that experience of what it's like. Um, and I don't know how long they're going to have. What do they have, like a week when they get these guys together? Yeah, about that. They, they'll they probably go, um, yeah, it will be about a
1: week before they, they head up to uh, to Nova Scotia and play. So, um, yeah. Uh, I do want to throw out as well as long as we're talking USA hockey. Team USA won the uh, Para Hockey Cup with a 5 one victory over Canada. Um, my good friend David... Uh, <laughs> uh, Geez, why am I drawing a blank on David's name? Uh, David Hoff. How can I forget David Hoff? Another great job of coaching. And you know what, Paul, this is, this is the incredible part of what David Hoff does. He is such an avid hockey guy, but do you understand just how difficult it is if you're not a paraplegic and you coach a para team? how difficult that is to to teach these guys how to play the game of hockey. No, I, I, have um, no,
0: I, I, listen, I've coached, but I have never coached this level. So, yeah,
1: well, uh, I mean, for level, David so to do done, this yeah. and continually do it and he loves doing it. I mean, he lives it and uh, we'll get him back on the show again because, um, uh, Steven and I had him on, uh, one night and, uh, we got to get David back on now. They won another championship. And that's all they do is win championships Um, but he does such a great job and it's always great to talk to him about how you coach sled teams, uh, para teams, if you will, because it's different. I I know the game is still the same, but it's different. You condition them differently. You do all of those things differently. And I just think, uh, you know, the job that he does is really, really, uh, an unsung hero type type job. So, um, David Hoff, Botano, North Dakota.
0: I'm going to throw this out, though, as well, as long as we're talking Team USA. Uh, We have a lot of friends out there in Henderson. December 15th, get out there for that rivalry series game between uh, Team USA and Team Canada, the women. One of the best, if not the best rivalries that there are in sports right now. Get out there and buy those tickets. There?
1: Guess who's trying to get there? Well, Stephen. I, I assume you're truly.
0: Uh, that you're not Stephen. I know, but I said oh, you're okay.
1: truly is trying to get there. Well, we're like all to trying to get that. there. I would like to see that series, and I may still be out here somewhere, roaming around the desert. Yeah, who uh, knows? as long as it dries up a little bit, so I don't get you know need a we'll boat get a or boat. anything. Yeah, we'll I don't get you a boat. boat. I don't no? need a boat. Anyway, so uh, so that's what's uh, going on there. The Super Sixteen will be up in the morning, so uh, you can look at it if you didn't hear it. And shame on you if you didn't hear it. Um, tomorrow night, as I said, we hope to have Frank Farrar on. We've got him scheduled uh, yep. to come in and talk uh, Arizona State administrative stuff. Right. Plus, is he's a huge only- fan. Uh, Frank is a huge fan of of not only Arizona State but of college hockey and hockey in general. And Paul's going to try to say that he's from New York, and you're going to team up on me, type of thing, or from the Boy, east I might. coast. And try Well, to get he's definitely for the East me. Coast. We know but that. anyway, um, we know that he's a sun devil, and uh, Paul's a sun devil, so I got that going for him.
0: You know, for well, those two against me
1: as well. And it's uh, a start. well, listen. But now, I will, first of all, but I'll be at tomorrow. So there. whatever.
0: First of all, how many times is it two Minnesotans against me every every week? Just about every week, and just about every show. It. So yeah, get over week. yourself. Yeah, every week we got to have that. But
1: I, I got broad shoulders. I can handle it. I can take both of you guys on. Yeah, well, you
0: know. So, okay, take it away, my friend. All right, from the Summer Skate Studios, analytics and eyeballs have been brought to you by Inn and Suites. Drury Plaza, Lake Bonavista. Vista, the newest official Disney World Hotel, is booking for stays now at druryhotels.com. University of Central Oklahoma, the two-time ACHAM1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. AT&T Wireless, where new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Buy Summerskates, Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. San Diego State University, the best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. By Behind the mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Buy M-Drive supplements to fuel and refine your drive at m Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration For scheduling and ticket information, go to OUHockey.net. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at wherever you get your podcasts from. Search, subscribe, rate, and review ITHSW podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the Ice Time Hockey West.com network. Very well done, as usual, my friend. And we will uh, remind you if you are an
1: Arizona State fan, or if you're just a college hockey fan, tune in tomorrow night because Frank Ferrara is going to bring it. I have no doubt in my mind. It's been a while since we've been able to chat with him. I don't. Paul hasn't. No, I, I, I haven't.
0: It. And 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 you know, once again, I, I just from what research I've been able to do, uh, he he comes from the NFL. So Frank. yeah,
1: Frank is uh he, he's a good one. And uh he you know he searched me out in the lobby uh during the Minnesota series and and uh that was really fun. So we're gonna have a good conversation. He said he's excited to come on because he wasn't able to talk much about things while they were at Oceanside, but now that Mullet's here, he wants to make this program uh one of the best in the country and they're off and running at Mullet Arena right now. So we will talk with uh, Frank tomorrow. I'll be out at uh, media day, uh, media availability nice. day nice. for Arizona State tomorrow. I'll Check on the annex, just to make sure that the annex is coming oh, along yeah, as sure need it, be. Because sure the Coyotes announced today that they uh, only have tonight and one more game on the road. Then they're coming
0: home yeah, to the can't, Mullet. Can't wait to see that annex, and we'll we'll get. I'll get a sort of a bird's eye view because um, one of those games next week's is uh it's the islanders so ah <laughs> paul can't wait he can't wait uh, can't all right wait. we'll say we'll say good night little roger
1: klein and the peacemakers hello new day good night everybody